Welcome, welcome, welcome to the art of idiocy. The art of idiocy. The art of idiocy. The art of idiocy. That's right, coming to you directly from Scorpion Ranch, located in Tacoma, Texas, a lawless little town right outside of Austin. Welcome to another podcast episode of The Art of Idiocy. Thank you so much for uh, joining here. I totally appreciate it. Joining, loading, downloading, whatever the heck it is that you do with it. So uh, for these podcasts, like I say, my name is Brian Newton Fuller. And uh, for those who haven't been here before, what I do is uh, I'm doing a couple of, I always do stories from these books that I've written. One book's called The Art of Idiocy, and another book is called The Art of Idiocyer bunch of stories about me being a complete idiot so uh for your uh, dining and dancing pleasure i do those so please subscribe to the podcast and at the end of this i'll tell you how to get all my good fun books if you want to go further with that but these stories are memorized they're not read out of the book so they're a little bit different all right and so today our story is one called smoking dave's rock room and what I'm talking about here is really about uh, more or less like kind of comedy hell gigs. When you do stand up, you always wind up running into these hell gigs. It's just a just part of it. I mean, like one time I was in Amarillo, Texas, uh, opening up for a I think it was a, a hypnotist at a it was a hotel in Amarillo, and the guy that ran the club was also the bartender there at the hotel uh, for their little their little bar there. And he's this big old dude smoking cigarettes, and the whole crowd is just drunk. I mean, whiskey drunk. He looks at me, he goes, all right, man, time for you to go up and, you know, do the stand-up up up for the hypnotist. I was like, okay, that's great. I go, I go, uh, who's going to introduce me? And he looks at me and takes a big, big drag off that smoke. He goes, hey, boy, you're in Amarillo, Texas. Just get up there and be fucking funny. And with that, I had to run up on stage. So I get up there and I, I yell at a crowd. I go, man, are y'all ready to have some, hear some comedy? And these people start clapping and cheering and yelling. I said, let's give it up for your first comedian. I went through a whole bunch of crap and I said, let's give it up for Brian Fuller. And I ran off stage and then I ran back up on stage and I swear to God, the crowd went from like this. It was like. <laughs> and as it died off at the very last clap, this dude from the back yelled out, we hate you. And I can only assume that he was a spokesman for the whole place because nobody disagreed with his assessment there or his opinion. And I can tell you this much that about uh, about uh, three minutes into it, the feeling was mutual. So that's what like what you get with your hell gigs. But the weirdest hell gig I had was actually in a parking lot, not actually in the club. And I'll tell you about it. And that's at Smoke and Dave's Rock Room. It's when I lived there in Dallas, and Smoke and Dave's Rock Room was on Northwest Highway. It was over in this kind of this bad part of town with all these strip joints and everything were around it. And uh, But Smoke and Dave, uh, it was a heavy metal club is what it was, and my friend Gary had found the place. And we would go there and do stand-up, but we would do stand-up like at 1 o'clock in the morning, and we'd go up in between heavy metal bands. And I'm, I'm not making this up. I mean, it would be literally like there'd be a band up there. would be going, rock, 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 rock. They'd finish up 
And then this MC would walk up and goes, all right, let's give it up for Beelzebub's butthole. And now let's give it up for the comic stylings of Brian Fuller. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, pretty amazing how quick the crowd went from that uh, that rock and roll, you know, rock and roll horn sign to flipping me off real quick. It was uh, pretty uh, pretty stunning right there. So needless to say, it was like guerrilla warfare when you went in there. But it was a lot of fun. And the weird part was there was a Smoking Dave. And he loved us. And Smoking Dave, first of all, he was this big, like, 400-pound dude smoking cigarettes. And he, he set up at the bar. And uh, and he always had this roll of silver dollars in his hand. And he was always rolling them back and forth. And, and he just loved comedians. He sat there and goes, I just love watching you comics up on stage with this audience out here. The way he said it was like sort of like you, the same way he would say, like, I just love watching a good cockfight. I mean, he just, it was like a blood sport to him or something, but he hired the most gorgeous girls working for there, the most gorgeous waitresses. And every time they'd walk by, he'd stop whenever so often and go, hey, baby, hey, baby, come here. And he'd hand her one of those silver dollars and he'd say, hey, remember, smoking Dave loves you. <laughs> She'd walk off and then he'd look at us and he'd go, you know, smoking Dave loves the ladies. I'm like, smoking Dave was 400 pounds and chain chain smoke Newport cigarettes. I'm pretty sure that Smoke and Dave probably liked a free buffet or a, or a carton of smokes more than he loved the ladies, although he probably should have started loving a defibrillator because he probably needed that at some point. But uh, but I digress because Smoke and Dave gave us a chance to go up there and uh, get some gorilla, gorilla comedy in. But like I said, it was in this bad part of town uh, where all these strip clubs were. And so I guess the way it worked is that the strip clubs didn't want hookers hanging out in the parking lot, but Smoke and Dave didn't mind if the hookers hung out in this parking lot. So every time you went there to do a show, you had to do run through this, after you got out of your car, this gauntlet of hookers to get into the show. And so one night I get there and I'm walking through, these hookers kind of hit, hit me up, and I'm just like, ah, no thanks, no thanks, walking off. And then it kind of hit me. I was like, why am I being so uppity? I've never talked to a hooker before. I'm like, why not? Let's engage in some conversation. Let's see what goes on. So this one hooker is there, and I looked, I said, okay, so, uh, you know, what's the deal? And she goes, all right, it's 20 bucks for a hand job, 30 bucks for a blow job, and 60 bucks for something she said that, to be quite honest with you, I couldn't understand what she was saying. And I figured, well, if I can't understand what she's saying, I probably can't perform that act right there. And I really did want to ask her to repeat it. But I could tell by her, her, by her body language, she wasn't much into small talk or anything. So uh, I just looked at her and said, hey, thanks, but that's okay, and started walking to Smoking Dave's. And all of a sudden, she jumped right in front of me. She goes, whoa, 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 whoa. You mean you don't even want a hand job? Because I give the best hand jobs in Dallas, Texas. And that kind of caught me by surprise. I look at her and I go, I go you, you, you do? And, man, she got all indignant. She like looked at me and goes, what, 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 what? You know someone better? You know, like I'm walking along behind her and some other hooker giving on hand jobs, asking this guy like, so how is she? How, how's the indignant one? Uh, good wrist action? Chafing what? I mean, I was like, whatever. But she's looking at me all kind of pissed off and everything. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and run with this one for a while, have some fun with it. So I looked at her. I said, well, I don't know if the best. I go, but I will tell you this much about me. Uh, I have never had a complaint about myself from myself when it comes to a hand job, if you know what I mean. And then she looked all kind of confused, and I thought, well, I'm just going ahead and run with it. 
I was like, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's been certain times that like the mental imagery and the action hasn't really uh, coincided together. And to be honest with you, I can't really say that's that's on me. I mean, I think that's really more on society. I mean, because, you know, it's, it's pretty stressful times right now. We're about the economy, possible wars and all that stuff. I go, but when I've got that, you know, that focus, you know, the imagery and the in the uh, physical exertion at the same time, I go, I, I don't know if I'm top in Dallas, but I put myself top five Dallas County. Let me tell you something. Um, hookers don't like irony. They don't like it one bit. That's when she looked at me. She goes, <laughs> she looked at me. She goes, fuck you, you skinny dick white boy, which kind of really weirded me out because I was going, how in the world does she know that I have a skinny dick? And second of all, she was white. So uh, so it was kind of weird to me out, but she just got pissed off and starts walking across the parking lot, just cussing me out, walking across the way. And then she finally turns back around to me. She goes, she goes, you sorry piece of shit. You can kiss my ass. And I looked at her. I go, kiss your ass. I go, why didn't you say that in the first place? How much does that cost? And with that, I screamed like a little girl and I ran into the warming embrace of everybody at Smoking Dave's and all the heavy metal fans that freaking hated me. So there you go, kids. There's a story of Smoking Dave's Rock Room coming to you live here on The Art of Idiocy from Scorpion Ranch. All right. And please subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Come back. I'll keep doing more and more of these. If you want any of these books, you can go to my website, which is at C-H-I-C-O-B-R-A-T-X dot com. That's a Cobra TX dot com. And check any of them out. Buy them. Uh, maybe go to the library and uh, possibly uh, rent them out from the library. If that's even a thing. I don't even know. I'm just out of my mind at this point. All right. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Peace. Love you.